0: Thanks for tuning in to the Upside Down podcast. My name is Kyle and I'll be one of the hosts. We are a coffee, art, and community space located right across the street from UCLA in Westwood Village. During the week, Upside Down is a coffee shop where you can enjoy lattes, espresso drinks, cold brew, and visit our art gallery. Once a month we have rotating art exhibitions and we feature local artists. On this podcast, you might hear anything from an interview with those artists to an interview with a barista champion, one of our staff, or simply someone who comes into the coffee shop. We hope you'll enjoy, and thanks for tuning in.
1: everyone I'm Isaac I'm the director here at Upside Down and what you just heard was audio from a live performance that we had here on November 8th from a UCLA student named Caleb Yang who we have in the studio with us today hi Caleb hello Uh, so you are a cello performance major at UCLA is that right yeah I am thanks for having me yeah it was so great to have you Uh, Just last week, uh, on the eighth, to perform in our first ever like live music during the cafe time. Yeah, it was it was really fun. Yeah, I had a great time. Cool. Yeah, I mean, not many people know we have a like a little studio space back here at Upside M where we do the podcast, but it also enables us to record uh, the live music that's going on in the cafe uh, as well. So how was how was that experience?
2: Um, It was really. really great to be able to run the entire work so I was uh, playing Bach's um, Six Cello Suite, which is about um, 30 minutes. It's six movements, and it goes through like this whole journey of um, just the ways that he was able to express what he wanted in one key. So it's mm. all in D major. Nice. And yeah, so there's different. There's like dance movements. There's ones that are more slow and more sad. And I think being able to just go through it from beginning to end, and that was like my first time ever playing it through too, um, in front <laughs> of an audience too. So cool. Yeah, and people were just like coming in and out just like studying and uh getting a drink and i think it was cool to have that kind of like um really casual atmosphere to play such a um yeah just like
1: a interesting work yeah yeah it was really great um and we'll share a little bit more with you from the performance in just a second but i wanted to know uh what made you choose the cello as like your instrument
2: yeah. so, um, when I was in um elementary school, we actually had a music uh, program for you to try different instruments. Mm-hmm. So they brought a bunch of violins and recorders and stuff. So I started with a violin. And it was pretty um it was pretty like, difficult to start because it's very screechy. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. So um <laughs> everyone knows that beginner violin like sound. Yeah, when- <laughs> it's like super
2: annoying sounding and like you just don't want to like play it. But um my friends they switched over to cello um, mm-hmm. in middle school. So then I asked my mom if I could try because I also um, I was watching One Republic was really popular at the time. Oh, yeah. And they had, like, this cellist in the group, and I was like, wow, that's really cool. <laughs>
1: that's great. So,
2: yeah, then I've just been playing cello since then. I played a lot in high school. Hmm. And then I decided when I was, like, choosing a major, I was, like, um, considering uh, pursuing, like, um, my biology degree or, like, um Pursuing music full time, but I think it was like those like interactions with my teachers when I was younger. It really pushed me to be like um, see music as a way to um, uh, yeah be able to give give back to the community. So Mm. yeah, so that's kind of where I was heading with the choice to study music in college.
1: That's great. Do you have like a favorite musical style? Obviously, cello is associated with like classical Um, and baroque kind of music, but.
2: Right, yeah, I listen to a lot of stuff now. Um, I think I've definitely grown my appreciation for the great classical music here in college. Mm -hmm. Um, In the um, broke period, like, um, just Bach wrote so much music, and I really like Brahms Mm -hmm. and Dvorak. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, in terms of just like listening, sometimes I need a break too from listening to classical. I listen to a lot of. um, a uh, more indie stuff like I listen to gospel I listen
1: to country um, <laughs> just whatever like jazz yeah that's great um, so then you were telling me when you were playing that what inspired you uh, or what has been inspiring you recently with the cello is you saw this like YouTube channel thing that people were doing where they were just like playing Bach In random places. Yeah. Can you tell me more about that?
2: Okay, yeah. So there was this whole movement. (laughs) It was called Bach in the Subways. And so, like, these really, um, like, these professional musicians that were very, very classical, and then they would take their, like, expensive violin or cello, and they would go into these really um, public locations, like the subway station or, like, a random... Um, like park with like kids playing and they would just play through Bach and not say anything, but then (laughs) like it started this movement. So yeah, a lot of um, classical musicians started catching on and trying to do that.
1: Yeah. That's great. And now we have Bach in the cafe. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, Something that else was really interesting. um, If you were here at the performance, you saw this, but Caleb, your instrument is not, does not look like a regular cello. Yeah. What's different about it? So I recently got
2: a new cello um, this summer, Um, and I think one of the things that a lot of cellos are afraid of is because they have like really old instruments that tend to be, um, so usually the older the instrument, the more it appreciates in value, so they're also Mm. expensive, and they're fragile, so when people take them to um, like on the road for like performances and gigs, they're like always worried and stuff, so there was this... um, cello they created out of carbon fiber which is extremely light and it's also very durable Whoa. so people can play like i've seen cellists um take videos like of them in the snow playing it and what? like there's one there's a video of like a woman playing for the penguins in the arctic <laughs> <laughs> and like other people just like everybody play with like bands because you can um when you amplify the sound, it's very um, pointed. It can cut through. Um, it has a good, um, like good quality as well. But it's it sounds a little different than a wooden instrument. Mm. So you don't want to just like only use um, carbonite fiber instrument. Um, it's probably more
1: for like select kind of performances. Sure. Yeah. That's that was really cool. It did give like I was it obviously sounded like a cello, but yeah. and you can hear that from the recording. But uh, it gave off a definitely different tone than a normal like wooden cello would
2: yeah yeah it was kind of like full circle for me because when i first saw the cello it was actually the the carbon fiber instrument played by the guy in one republic so Uh, then like now it's
1: like um, so it was like an inspiration inspiration yeah Yeah. (laughs)
2: now it's like back to the beginning
1: but yeah it's good that's great um what kind of hopes do you have for your career in music from here um
2: I'm really interested in collaboration. I've um, been able to taste a little bit of that here at UCLA, but um, I plan on trying to um, get a, um, a master's degree as well, just to continue okay. to learn, continue to uh, meet other musicians. And eventually I want to teach. I want to be able to teach mm. young students um, not only cello, but about like music and how they can incorporate um, just like those kind of uh, life skills through learning music and also being able to express themselves in... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just in everyday life. That's cool.
1: What would you say to someone? Because, like, obviously, you hear the recording. Like, you're very good at your instrument. But, like, nowadays, with, like, social media and stuff like that, you can go on Instagram and find, like, a hundred people playing better than you. Yeah. And some of them are, like, four years old or something. Like, you <laughs> crazy, like, <laughs> That's virtuoso. Like, yeah. How oh. do you, like, or what would you maybe say to somebody who, like... Is getting better and progressing at their instrument, um, but could potentially get discouraged by something like that.
2: Yeah. um, That's like a really interesting thing because I think, like, yeah, there's so many people that can play like your piece, but then they play it like perfectly. And Mm. then, like, but I think what people can't do is they can't replicate exactly how you play. Hmm. So for me in college, like, I was always like a little bit more on the, um, like kind of inconsistent side, like making these mistakes here, making mistakes. So I wasn't really good at um, auditions or I wasn't good at um, like playing in front of a jury or a panel. But I think um, what my teacher has really taught me to... um, try to do is be able to express like what I want to say and how that relates to the music itself uh, in particular to that piece so like some pieces you don't want to go a certain direction just because of the way the genre or the Mm. uh, era but you can also put in your own like um phrase ideas so that it won't sound like any other cellist um even if like even if something terribly goes wrong like you know that performance was you and i think right. that's like the journey everyone's on is like being able to find their own voice not like trying to compare um mm-hmm. because yeah it's super discouraging when you like watch like <laughs> <laughs> like like little like five-year-olds like playing it like perfectly you're like oh my gosh
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. so there's like there's a sense in which like you can say yes i'm objectively getting better at my instrument but there's another sense in which like. No one is going to be able to have your voice and how you express yourself,
2: yeah, it's almost impossible to play something that's um as really uh, difficult perfectly in any performance. something is bound to happen, but I think just having the mentality that um that it's not so much about like just getting like that perfect performance but making sure that you convey like just what you want to say mm. um and that could be um that could be done through like even just a really lousy performance, I guess. But <laughs> but it's, hopefully it's like, yeah, it's a little combination of both. <laughs>
1: yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, we, we definitely want to have uh, more uh, musicians at UCLA or whoever, who are local musicians, come and play at Upside Down and maybe even record their piece as well. Um, so uh, we're really thankful that you could be the first one to do it. Um, and is there anything that you would want people to know, uh, about you or about, um, like the cello or any last words for the um, audience? I think, well,
2: just thank you so much for having me again. I think just something I just learned, um, the last year is just to keep an open mind, I think. And I think that's always a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> so It could be like music that you listen to maybe, or it could be just listening to other people. But yeah, I think keeping an open mind is really good.
1: Nice. Well, we're going to listen to the rest of Caleb's performance right now. I hope you enjoy it.
3: mm
0: Hey everyone this is kyle again thanks for listening we just wanted to share that we as a team at upside down really created this podcast for the westwood community and we want to be a resource to you so if you ever have any ideas for a show or you just want to connect with us you can through instagram or you can write us at hello at upside down.com or you can even just come in and grab a coffee at our coffee shop thanks for tuning in